Hello, hey, and welcome to Ask the Color Expert. My name is Elaine Travis. I am a career hair colorist, independent educator, and author of the book, A Colorful Journey. I'm here every week sharing tips, tricks, and stories that are all things hair color. Thanks for joining me, and let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Today's special guests are Matt and Jen Martinelli. They are the dynamic duo husband and wife team co-founders of Canvas Me, an amazing platform that was much needed in our industry. I am so, so happy that they created this wonderful platform for all of us salon owners struggling to recruit and connect to beauty schools. So welcome guys. So nice to see both of you today. Thank you for having us. Yeah. So awesome to be here. You're welcome. You guys are all matching and adorable. You're like two little brunette cake toppers, Barbie and Ken. Brunette, you know, Barbie. We, we just walked in, we were in separate rooms and it just so happened. funny how we never plan it. And somehow like we'll both be wearing green or we'll both be wearing white. And I'm like, you totally saw what I was wearing. And now you're wearing what I'm wearing. Sometimes we'll, we'll wear like two jean jackets and then we have to change. I'm like, we can't go with two. This is oh not my God. Yeah. Too much like jean and then one of us has to change. But usually That's hilarious. Our family is the blue family. We'll be on vacation and we're all in different areas getting ready and we all come out to go to dinner and every one of us has blue on. So really that's funny. our running joke, the blue fam. <laughs> so I have owned my salon for 30 years. My biggest headache hands down, as well as probably 99.9% of salon owners is recruiting and training and, you know, getting into the culture of your business, the new hire. There's so many moving parts. And, and now as an educator, I find myself frustrated trying to connect with beauty schools on an education level. There's just not that open door, come on in policy. So major kudos to both of you for breaking through to that model, because I I don't, I'm not sure where it comes from. I I think we should all be cohesively working together more. Um, But you certainly have set the stage for that and have brought, you know, the new hires, the beauty school and the recruiting salons together. So talk about, you know, from idea to where you are now, I'm sure didn't go without many speed bumps, but uh, how's it going? You want me to start or you want to start? Um, sure, go ahead. Yeah, no, I think, um, how's it going? Where we started? So I, I, I appreciate that that sentiment. I think you, you kind of hit the nail on the head. I think our go-to-market strategy, first of all, we worked at Millennium for almost 20 years combined. Jen was ahead of marketing and education for 15 years. I was ahead of PR and advertising for about eight. And we were really fortunate to work with thousands of beauty business owners all over the country in 32 different countries. And every day we got the same question, which I love the software. I love the tools, but where do I go to find talent? How do I fill my salon or my barbershop or my spa? And we never had a good answer. Like we knew like, yes, if you have a local cosmetology school, we try to network with them, but most salons don't have a local cosmetology school. Right. right. So some don't, or some just don't have the time right. to really invest, right? They're behind the chair. They're trying to build their business. So we knew it was a two-sided problem, right? So we knew that it wasn't just about creating a platform for business owners to highlight their culture and highlight their opportunities in a unique way. Yes, that's one big problem. The other problem is really systemic and that was started with the schools because we knew that these artists that were coming out of school weren't properly representing themselves from a career perspective. The Word doc resume does not work for creatives. They're dynamic beings. They deserve so much more. 
So we knew that they were already coming in. There was a hole there because we had to fill, we had to give them an opportunity to really humanize themselves because we saw the problems that started with businesses that hired the wrong talent. We saw walkouts happen every single day. We would get calls from owners that were millennium clients crying because they just had a walkout. We saw issues with their top earner not being cultural fit and they didn't want to fire them because they were going to lose $200,000 a year. And but then where do they replace that person? And then how do they replace that person? So we, it became, we realized it was a really systemic issue and it started with artists not being able to showcase who they were from a human perspective. We know, and you know it very well, Elaine, that you could teach talent all day long, but you can't teach values. You can't teach drive. You can't teach cultural fits, right? So our goal with the platform is to make sure that out of the gate, we help the future of the industry by showcasing who they were as humans and then the rest would follow. Yeah. And so it really started too with understanding that there was this huge need in the market to really humanize the artist or the student to really make those great matches with that business owner mm -hmm. digitally, right? Because, you know, we can all make time to go to a local cosmetology school, but how much time do we have, right? And so how can we do this in a digital way? And so we knew we wanted to build this platform. Um, and so we actually went through this life-changing moment where I discovered that my purpose was to give people a voice and give them a sense of belonging. Um, and so that's exactly what Canvas Me does. It provides a voice for the artist as well as the business owner mm -hmm. to humanize them digitally so that when they make those connections, um, you know, they're the right connections. And so we, we decided to start at the cosmetology school level because it was the most need, but also we knew at the end of the day, this is the future of our industry. So it might've been the long game of like, let's start really slow and start at this cosmetology school level. Um, but it ended up being the right move in that we're really focusing on the future of our industry and graduating thousands and thousands of cosmetology students with a Canvas Me portfolio that now know how to market themselves as an amazing beauty professional through images, through video, through you know syncing their social channels. And so um, really holistically showing up as a human because the number one thing that when we ask business owners, we're like, hey, who are you looking for? What's that next artist look like? They would all say, well, they have to be an awesome human. You know, they have to fit our culture, right? None of it was about technique or skill set, right? Because we all know we can teach skill set. And so we really kind of hit the pavement running with how do we humanize these people to really connect with brands and help them market themselves. So what does it look like if I'm coming out of, you know, say a Paul Mitchell school and, um, you know, stressing over the state board test, I don't know where to turn, I don't know what to do, and I reach out to you from the beginning of their connection with you, what does that look like as far as taking them to the next step? Yeah, so it, it's a really cool process. So we're working with a lot of schools and what they're doing is they're replacing the Word Doc Resume professional development curriculum with Canvas Me. So we get to, I mean, it's really fulfilling to us, but we get to talk to hundreds of students every week and help onboard them onto Canvas Me. So like Jen said, we talk to them about their purpose. We actually take them through the exercise that we went through on discovering our why and understanding what's going to make us the happiest in our career. So first we take them through that, which is really great mindset stuff, because we know that that's what's going to have to be portrayed on their portfolio. They need to be who they are. They need to be real, right? Because if they're fake on their portfolio, if they're fake on social media and that business owner loves their portfolio and they come in for an interview and they're completely different, well, that's not solving anything, right? That's right. not helping anybody. So we actually teach them on how to be real, how to understand what's going to make them the happiest. And then we actually talk through the platform. We help them create the portfolio. So the success rate is like 99%. So as we're onboarding these students, we're really showcasing the power of what they could do with the platform. Yeah, but I mean, coming onto our platform and creating a portfolio is super easy. I mean, it's literally mm -hmm. like you have this preview of your portfolio and it's asking you these questions, you're answering the questions, you're uploading images, it syncs with your camera roll, you add your social media channels by click of a button. So it's really, really easy. You don't necessarily need us to walk you through 
we're just so passionate about the educational component of anybody can build a portfolio. But if you don't understand what you're, you know, a lot of business owners are like, oh, I want to align my next hire with the same values as the business has, that the business has. Well, a lot of times you find that these students or these professionals don't understand what their values are because they don't have that level of clarity. And right. so we really take it seriously in that, yes, you can, anybody can come to our site and create a really quick portfolio and it can be beautiful. But if you really don't understand what your core values are, what your purpose is, the kind of opportunities you want to align with, right. well, now you're really just in this world of not really understanding of where you want to go, who you want to be. You're not really connecting with the right opportunities. So, yeah. And then we do the same with the business owner, right? So again, we want to make sure that when you're putting this on your portfolio, then you can search and be educated on those local opportunities to make sure they are the right matches. Our whole goal is to make sure that when artists apply to our opportunities on Canvas Meet, they know exactly what they're applying for, what kind of business it is, what their values are, who works there, right? Like they never had that before. They would just walk into a salon and hope that this is going to be a cool salon for them, but now they could be educated. So it's saving them time as well as that business owner. So that success rate, right. when they're applying, the success rate is much higher on Canvas Meet because they know what they're applying for. Well, and you hear all these businesses say, okay, you have to hire the right talent. You have to showcase a day in the life of what it's like to work for us. You have to showcase culture. How do you do that on a traditional job board with just a ton of words, right? Mm -hmm. And so how do you cater not only to this industry, but to really a whole generational shift of people who are on demand, who want to watch video, who, you know, really need to digest your culture from, from a video and a media perspective. Yeah. And so what Canvas Me does is it humanizes the business owner through video, through imagery. And so you can upload videos of, hey, look at look at what it's like in a day in a life. Here are my top four stylists and they what they feel about working here. These are our values. These are some of the things we do in the local community, right? And so that's all through media that's pinned right to your Canvas Me opportunity. So as people browse your opportunity, they're getting some words but they can really digest your media to really understand like, wow, this isn't, I've never even heard of this place. It's on this street in my neighborhood and look at all the awesome things that they're doing. I need to apply right now. Um, so just a really awesome way to humanize that business owner so that we can connect with that right, right person, right yeah. human. That's awesome. So as far as the monetization of your platform, is it the higher, the stylist that pays you? Is it the salon owner that pays you? How do you get paid and how do people connect in that way? Yes. I got to work the, uh, the bars at night to get paid, but no, <laughs> no, I think, um, so it's really two main funnels is monetization. So the businesses are going to pay monthly subscriptions to post their opportunities, which is, listen, it's like their mini website. It's beautiful. I actually would argue that our Canvas Me opportunities are even better than most salons' websites, to be honest. I believe, yeah. <laughs> I've seen some pretty so, bad websites. So they get, yeah. So they get to have their, their opportunity up in front of all these people all the time, but they also get a business portfolio that dives deeper into their benefits, their culture, their awards, syncs their Instagram. So they have two platforms basically for one, and they also get an applicant tracking system that also becomes their marketing tool, which is phenomenal. So nice. it starts at $39 a month. It's a monthly subscription. It's super affordable, way cheaper than Indeed, and other platforms that just absolutely don't, don't work for the beauty that don't cater to our industry, no. but also really they they throttle your results based on how much money your dollars are throwing right. into it. So we don't do that. We actually your your opportunities available, but also your link can be shared. So if you create an opportunity, that opportunity page is a website. So a lot of people say, "Oh, create you know a, a careers page on your website." We can essentially use the Canvas Me page as your careers page because yep. it really outlines the opportunity in a beautiful way with video and it's a public site. So once you have that link that once you create your portfolio, you can share it with anybody. They could see it without having a Canvas Me 
account. So anybody can see it. Um, and that starts at $39.99 a month. Um, and then for any artist, any beauty professional, barber, student, it's all free to create a wow. portfolio. So we really want to empower this industry to really help themselves market themselves the way they deserve. Um, it's so funny because before we started this business, I always thought like, oh, I, you know, there's people that get their hair done at cosmetology schools. It's kind of scary, right? It feels like they're really green. Um, but when you see these beautiful portfolios from students who are in school, I would go there every day, all day, because we have been misrepresenting our students for so long. And now once we see these beautiful portfolios, I mean, these students are on fire. And so it's just really rewarding to see that. And so any beauty professional beauty student can create a free portfolio. Businesses just pay to find staff. And then what's really cool, and I think one of the reasons why we broke into the school so quickly is that we also provide an amazing dashboard that the schools can opt into for a monthly subscription as well that track all their students and their alumni from a career perspective. So what's really cool is that we know so many schools need to track when these students are getting hired once they graduate. And now when a business owner actually hires somebody from Canvas Me and says they can actually put that that they've been hired in their dashboard, the schools will actually get alerted and then they can print out their portfolio for NACUS approved documentation. So we're really created this holistic approach from the schools to the student, to the beauty pro, to the beauty business. And it's all kind of talking to each other. That's amazing because we, Bryn and I just had this conversation. For those of you listening, Bryn's my daughter and Matt and Jen have gotten to chat with Bryn and she's not from the industry. She grew up listening to my husband and I argue at the dinner table every night about it, but uh, she keeps saying, I can't believe that these schools don't follow up on the how many got jobs. You know what I mean? She, she showed up in person to a local school near her because She's always looking for new talent. So she's like, let me go and walk the walk and actually show up and do a class for them. She was going to share with them how to use Canva for, you know, to promote themselves on social media. She showed up in person, they yesed her to death and then never had her come in. And she's like, why would they not want someone like me to come in? I'm like, I don't get it either. I was going to do a book tour this summer. I probably called 20 different salons in different cities that I wanted to visit never even got a return phone call to even have the conversation. So I'm like, why is it so broken from that level? And again, kudos to you guys for really pushing through with that. Cause I don't know what it is that I'm missing. Like I was on a clubhouse room, Matt knows I have a love hate relationship with clubhouse. Um, totally. <laughs> I was on there and I was saying how frustrated that I am with trying to connect with the school level, because I think that for me as a hair color educator, that's where everything go sideways. People come out thinking they understand more than they do. And then they don't want to say, I need help. I don't understand. And then it's just downhill from there. So I thought, why not start right there? Um, but haven't been able to make that connection. And someone who was hosting the room said, maybe flip it and reach out to the salon owner who's looking for that new hire, go to their salon and host your book event at the salon and invite the beauty school students there, like bypass the school altogether. So I was like, you know what? I like that. I'm going to try that instead. I'm not going to give up because I'm like a gnat. I never go away when I want to do something, but it's, it's frustrating that I'm not asking for money. I'm not saying pay me to come. I'm, I'm going because I'm passionate about sharing and what could possibly not be a win for a school to have someone with 30 years experience coming in to get in front of their students. Do you have any idea why that disconnect is happening? Like what that is all about? Yeah, you know, I think it's a couple of different things that we've noticed over the last 12 to 18 months. Number one, I think the schools are extremely understaffed. 
So I think you're seeing. I think you have one person that's wearing a lot of hats, yeah. trying to do a lot of different things, and and I you know kudos to them and being able to like handle all the things that they. I mean, you have school that's handled placement, you know, marketing, marketing, social media. I yeah. mean, they're handling a lot of things going on. I think there's turnover a lot in schools, so I think it's yes, tough for sure. Lot. So I think I think it's a combination, but I you know honestly. Um, yeah, we, we, we struggled in the beginning too. It took us a while and we didn't, we didn't give up either, but yeah, I think it's just, they're, they're understaffed. And I think just to get them to call you back or get them on the phone is not easy. I think what, what our success really became was really that viral kind of teeter totter, right? So we started with a few schools, we went in, we made it really easy for them. Just like what you're saying, Hey, we're going to provide the value. We'll provide the content. You know, you guys just sit back and watch this happen. And I think, um, really just having them fall in love with the idea of us helping them market their students better and making their lives a lot easier, right? From a placement perspective, I mean, we we're solving so many hot triggers. The placement, you know, metrics were a big deal. Um, helping them build resumes, you know, was a struggle because it's like through a Word doc resume and that was really difficult. And then they were trying to use Canva to import images. It was crazy. So we were just solving so many issues from the leadership team to the student um, that once we got that first few and they were like, oh my God, now they're calling their friend schools. And now they're like, you have to have, so once you can get that, right, where you're just moving and grooving with a couple like little schools and then they're all of a sudden like telling their friends and they're like, you got to get on this thing. It's really cool. Your, your students are going to love it. Um, that's really kind of where it all took over is when everybody started calling everybody and all of a sudden we're getting these emails like, hey, so-and-so at this school told us to call you. So yeah. um, that's really where the tipping point happened for us. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll so we can figure out a way to help you. Yes. So. Yeah. Well, I, I had reached out to Matt and I'm going to put you on the spot now because we're being recorded. So you can't run for me. Um, I would love to do an event that is like a speed dating for, you know, new hires and salons. One of the things as a salon owner, there's nothing worse than having three interviews lined up on your day off, which is rare to begin with, right? Most learners are in there five, six days a week. So you carve out this time for an interview, you um, confirm with them that they're coming, you carve out the time and then they no show yep. or they show up, you know, not looking like they're coming to an interview and completely waste your time. So I had Bryn start to do the first interview virtually. I was like, just do it virtually because you'll know whether you even wanna take the time to see them in person, that helps a lot. Um, but I think it would be so fun to do like those speed dating things where it's like, you know, Jen, they, they come on Zoom and it's Jen and you're talking about your salon and then five minutes later, there's somebody else and there's no competition you know, between, because there's culture, you know, there's either going to be a relationship or there isn't. Um, something that I'm so passionate about that, that I really also am frustrated with is quality mentorship. I think salon owners, especially that have been doing it as long as I have, are pretty jaded with training somebody, giving them your heart and soul, flying them to this show, that show, you know, investing a lot of money and time in them. And then they either leave to open a suite or they leave for 5% more commission. So I think a lot of the education programs have just shut down. And now you have this new person out of school with their wobbly little newborn deer legs. And they go into this big, beautiful salon and they're intimidated by the culture. They're intimidated trying to fit in. And then they're sweeping and folding and tearing foils and they're not getting the quality education that they want. So I, I get both sides. I get why the salon owner is like, I'm not coming in here every Monday and doing it. Yeah. Um, and, and that's something that I keep trying to figure out how, how I can 
provide that connection to the mentorship without the salon owner feeling like, why are you doing this for me? I get a lot of that where I'm like, let me train your people, like send them to me and I will train them. Brynn is sending her two new hires down here for two days. They're so excited. They get to fly to Florida. They're going to be in beautiful Sarasota. Their, their hotel is like steps from the beach. And we made sure that we gave them enough time that they can enjoy their visit. But we're going to be two full days hands-on where I'm going to be doing models with them right standing next to them. Who wouldn't want that to be done for them? Well, I, I think there's a huge opportunity for you from that perspective. And you can honestly be doing that virtual, right? So you could be working with someone. Virtual or in person, you can, yeah. You do three or four new hires at a time, right? And you can yeah. even do it. You can even be, because it's digital now or virtual, you can even be a little bit more um, robust with the education. So maybe it's it's a four-week you know, right. program or maybe right. it's, you know, so I think there's a huge opportunity there. And I think you're right. I think not only do our salons owner a little bit jaded, but now they're becoming more and more busy. You know, I think we had a, I had a great call with um, Laura Ortman on Monday and she's a, she actually created a new opportunity on Canvas Me. She spends 30% of her time trying to recruit talent, which is insane as a business mm. owner. Um, so I think allowing them to free up that time and from an education perspective, what you would be doing is, is a huge opportunity. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's just, it's the whole new, the COVID, you know, I, I often say I have survivor guilt because COVID was the best year of my career, of this new career of being a virtual educator. Yeah. Because when I started out, hairdressers were like, what, you're going to teach me color virtually? Like, how's that work? But I literally, with my members, I'll get like an SOS, you know, DM, like, she's in my chair right now. I'm freaking out. Her hair went pink. You know, what do I do? And I'm like, mm -hmm. FaceTime me right now. And I'm in the salon with them looking at the hair and I'm like, oh, simple. Mix this five minutes, roots to end, set the timer, done. And they're like, oh my God, thank you so much. Oh my God. You should be like, amazing. You could be like um, OnStar for like the beauty industry. Like, yeah. Like, right. Like, it's like call you when they need you. Yeah. Like that's, that's really interesting. Uh -huh. That could be another, you might want to cut this part out. That might be a, a really good <laughs> business model. Like just be able to like 911, like. Uh -huh. Yeah. And, and I love it. Like I'll literally be on my way to a wedding and someone will hit my DM and, and I'm in the car, my husband's driving and I'm like, I got to get this. And he's like, are you serious? I'm like, the woman's in her chair. Like she's going to do something dumb. What happens is people freak out. Yeah. And when they're trying to fix something simple, they panic mm -hmm. and they overkill the situation and they create a bigger correction. And I'm like, oh, if I could have gotten you five minutes ago, that would have been done in five minutes. So I, I love that. I, I think that could be really interesting. And it's funny because we get the same thing, but from like, well, someone will call us like, oh my God, I'm on the way to my first interview. I'm pulled over. I'm freaking out. Like, what do I like? So we'll actually talk them through the interview process. Yeah, that's and like, awesome. So, There's a lot of fear-based yeah. mindset, fear-based approach. And that's where I think the mindset piece, like businesses, like I get, I get the whole piece of like businesses are tired of educating for somebody to go somewhere else. But I do feel like if you have a really good system in place, yeah. I think that that is where you retain your people because at the end of the day we're all going to be struggling for what makes us stand out right and this this next generation they want to they want to heal the world they want to you know impacts on a greater scale they want to grow themselves personally and professionally and so mm -hmm. we can all focus on what that means from like a mindset approach how can i be more emotionally intelligent this is a service-based industry how can I not only give you great hair, but make you feel like the most amazing human being when you leave this chair? Because I understand enough about emotional intelligence to change a negative conversation to something really positive, but also even for myself as tools. So I think that there's gonna be a lot of ancillary things like the education piece, which I know a lot of people are letting go of and I understand why, 
But I do feel like those are going to be the components. Those are going to be the things that keep your top people, keep the right people that are meant to be with you. Um, and honestly, and there, there really are, I mean, it, it hits us harder because we are a service-based industry with clients. So when somebody leaves, it hurts hard. But I do find it really hard to see in any industry, you know, how long do you really retain? How long is a retained employee? And you honestly, know, I mean, do we plan on them staying with us forever? Probably not. And how can we shift our perspective of, Maybe they'll be with us for five years, six years. Really awesome, right? But now we have a fresh new talent that's going to shift this, right? You ever go to that business that's really stagnant and stale because they've had the same people working there doing the same thing for 25 years? That's not cool either, right? And so how can we really shift the perspective of, yeah, it stinks that I'm training them and they're going to leave, but maybe one day in 10 years when this person becomes an amazing platform artist and they're famous and they have this crazy following on social, they can look back and they can say, you know who helped me? Elaine Travis helped me. And you know, and that's enough, right? So yeah. like, I just feel like I get it, but I also think that those are the things that are gonna make us really thrive, us uplifting other people, regardless of whether they leave us or not. And listen, it doesn't help the money, right, situation, but I really think we should shift the perspective of like, cool, you're on and I'm happy that I helped this be a stepping stone to your career. How can I now nourish these next group of people that are gonna come in and reinvigorate the brand and show me what the new generation Z is like and what they care about and attract other Gen Zers because now I have you know different perspectives in my business. Yeah, Sorry, and, and also I was just gonna say like, if, also, if you're a business owner and you're worried about losing people to you know suites, I mean, an edu education is a huge part of what you're doing then because you wanna make sure, because that's something they're probably not getting when they're alone, right? So again, you need to have that constant level of education, whether they've just started or they're five years in. Um, so I agree, I think I see why, but I think we need to go back to that. Yeah, and I think too, like what are the benefits that they're looking for in going a suite? And how can we offer some of those things by staying with us, right? So how can we say, okay, you want more flexibility or you want more, right? Yeah, it's challenging because we all have schedules, we all have, right? But I think that there are some things, I was talking to one of our friends, Mario, in South Florida, Miami. Miami. Um, and uh, he was talking, you know, I said, hey, you know, I know flexibility is something that, you know, Gen Zers and all this new generation is really craving. How do you do that, right? Like the clients have demands, you have hours. And he's like, listen, if you're not flexible, you're not going to keep your top talent. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. And so- As, as the guest. As, right. Right, the guests, they're saying, they're basically saying they set their own hours. If their guests- aren't going to be happy with that, then they're, they don't care. Like they want to be able to be flexible and they're putting their staff first before their guests, which I think is smart. One we did the same thing. Yeah. That's so, it's so important. We stopped doing Saturdays. Like I want to say 15 years ago before right. everyone else started doing that because I missed so much with my kids mm -hmm. and you can't get that time back. And I watched these young girls getting engaged and I was like, Oh hell no, not on my watch. You're not missing that first little soccer goal, those, you know, weekend Chuck E. Cheese parties, all the things that are pretty painful, but you want to experience with your kids. I missed all that. And they remind me on, on the regular now, <laughs> they're in their twenties now. They're like, oh, well, you were never there. And my salon was my first baby. Yep. You know, I always put that first to a fault. Yep. So if we learned anything from the millennials, it is that new normal of flexibility and scheduling that they don't want to have to assist for two years. That's too long. You know, everything is microwave fast now. They don't want to be told you're going to just watch for two years and then you're going to do one client on Monday and one client on Tuesday. Like, no, they need to be prepared and educated to hit the ground running and they're not going to stay still. They're just going to keep jumping until they can do that. 
And yeah. even your story, your personal story of I missed it all and I don't want any of my employees to miss it all, that's a huge benefit. I would want to work for you for that for that reason. I have a family at home, right? And so I connect with you at that level. I have that same set of values where I mean Matt and I are also entrepreneurs and we do put the business first. And there are a lot of moments where we're like, oh man, you know, we've been working a lot this month or um, so that resonates with me so much. And I think that's the story we tell when we're looking for that next talent. Right. You, and that's where, can you give me Saturdays off? You don't have Saturdays uh, off. <laughs> we're always working. That's, that's um, the hard thing, part. Right? Yeah. Ending. We're always working, but this is also our passion, right? Like we dug deep and we decided we were willing to risk everything for something that was so purposefully driven inside of us, right? And so we are that way, but we also can't expect our employees to be that way because it's not theirs, right? Um, and so I think we can expect a certain level, but I think we have to manage our expectation levels of what that looks like from somebody that doesn't own the business, um, but still keep them happy. So um, yeah, no, I think it's great. Yeah, I was just watching Gary V on a rant. Someone, you know, people pop up and ask questions and this guy was like, I just can't get my employees to do da-da-da. And he's like, because they're your employee, they're never going to work your business the way you are. It's just you never going to happen. Yeah, I just never. Mean, they're just never going to, they're never, you know, and if you really think about it, like we risked everything for this. We, you know, nights, weekends, blood, sweat, tears. They didn't, right? And so right. while they can be really passionate about some of the things that you're doing and maybe you're giving them a mega opportunity, you're changing their lives, they're doing all these things, they can be really excited about it. They're never going to have that same perspective as you because they haven't had your same experiences. So I think if we can all come from that level of expectation and know everybody's operating at their highest level of capacity. That's also part of the emotional intelligence perspective of if somebody's not showing up or somebody's not right, this is their highest level of capacity and maybe there's not happy or there's something else going on. Um, but I think that that's all the perspective that we need to really then coach our employees to have that same level of mindset. Because I think that at the end of the day, mindset determines whether you're going to be internally motivated, whether you're going to be happy or sad or frustrated or how you handle difficult situations or conversations being in the service industry. That's, that's everything we do all day. I can't be in conversation with the two of you without my little gears in my head moving really quickly. The whole time you're talking about emotional intelligence and mindset, I know that you have also been to Bonnie's program and Alejandra and all the coaching that I've done and my kids have done. And no amount of Vidal Sassoon haircutting training or you know stellar hair color training has set me up for success more than that stuff. Yeah. And be before we hit record, we talked about, you know, what's going on with in-person shows. Should we do some kind? And the whole time you're saying that, I'm like, this is what we need. We don't need the, you know, smoke and the naked models and right. the, you right. know, blow drying hair and highlighting it with the air, air dry highlighting techniques, all these like trendy, kitschy things we need understanding I my staff would laugh because a client would come in with that look on their face like miserable and their energy would just permeate the whole salon like yep. instantly and I would walk up and just shift it in seconds with understanding right it's not me it has nothing to do with me they're bringing it in with them like a big cloud over their head and they need to just decompress and I, I knew how to shift it and the girls would be like you're like a mind Jedi. Like yeah. you just totally mess with her. I'm like, it's, I feel like it's unfair. The information that I have, I feel like a superhero that I have this invisible cape that I can maneuver and put fires out without hurting anyone's feelings or making yep. it a big deal. It's, it's an instant shift in energy. And that would be an amazing 
in-person event, yep. like super yeah. retreat those, type. Yes, yeah, those yes. are the tools that you need to be able to not only navigate your clients and their energy, but even your coworkers, right? Because there's a lot of that too, where, you know, so-and-so didn't say hi to me this morning, but having that level of perspective of, well, so-and-so might feel really bad about themselves today. And it has nothing mm-hmm. to do with you. And you've seen those um, results firsthand. I mean, you had three employees that have been there for more than 17 years, right? So like, yeah. You've seen those results, and I, that mindset and that level of emotional intelligence is probably well, a big reason why. And also, there. so I've had tons of mentors, right? So, like, yes, I've attended Bonnie's. I've done. Um, I've had a, a personal mindset coach. I've t- done Tony Robbins coaching, and for me, at every level, as I, you know, you can never get, you never master, you're never done, right? Great, but you can always get better. You can always level up, and so I'm constantly like digging my hands into this stuff. Not only because it can help me, but it can help the people that we serve, and so it really excites me to be able to give them these tools. Um, but I'm forever indebted to those mentors forever. They changed my life. They changed my perspective. They transformed everything I knew about myself, about life, about everything. Made me not only a better person to work with, but it made me a better wife, a better mom. My kids are forever now going to have these tools. And so I am so forever. If my first mentor, Jen, my mentor, Jen Groover calls me, I will literally do what and walk to the ends of the earth for her. And so that's the perspective I think we need as leaders that, you know, help change our, uh, you know, employees lives on a deeper scale. And so um, for me, I'm just so passionate about that content. Mm-hmm. And that's why anytime we get the opportunity to get on the phone with a school, that's the content we teach. And that's why leadership teams are even transformed at the school. And they're like, oh my gosh, now I have perspective of when a student shows up and they're not participating and they're not talking. It's not because they're being, you know, disruptive or they're being they're They don't like this. It's because they feel inadequate. Mm-hmm. Fear-based mindset, and now I can coach them better because I have that new perspective. And so for me, that's really what gets me excited. Is it's yes, it's a tool that we have that we implement, which is amazing. But that mindset shift is really what helps people fly because now they have the courage, they have the you know, um, they have the whole perspective of being able to go out and put themselves out there. Because a lot of people don't want to put themselves out there; they're scared, yeah. right? Because they feel like they're not good enough. And so what we do is really to help them shine and really get that. Um, you know, confidence. And I love that you're using those tools and paying it forward because for, for you to just have them as wonderful and for your kids, but when you're sharing it with other people, you know, how amazing would the world be if we learned this stuff yeah. in grade school? I say that to Alejandro all the time. I'm like, yep. why is this not replacing some of the BS classes that we had in grade school and high school? The world would be so, there would be no bullying. There would be none of that because you would understand the, the other person's perspective. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's, it's a exactly. shame that we have to wait until we're, we're uh, in pain to yeah. seek out those tools and yeah. then, you know, relearn everything. Yeah. I mean, the feedback that we get from the students is, is phenomenal. Like they message us privately and like, it's, it's really rewarding. Even the um, learning leaders, the school directors yeah. too. They And we're not playing the short game. Like I hope in 10, you know, these are students. So I hope in 10 years or eight years or whatever, you know, the long game is that these students turn around, they call us and they're like, I'm literally this amazing person traveling the world doing exactly what I wanted because I sat in that class as a student. Um, and so that's really, that's what gives us such passion to do what we're doing is really transforming these lives and then giving them a tool where they can now market themselves through this tool. That's awesome. So share with our listeners how to log on to Canvas Me, how to find you guys, how to get started. Yeah, well, you can follow us on Instagram at CanvasMe. Um, our website is canvasme.com. Um, you can DM us, email us, uh, call us. Everything's there. Whatever yeah. you guys need. Yeah. 
Awesome. Well, I'm sure you'll you'll be getting some new new people joining the platform. More people need to know about it. You guys do a great job with your social media, but there's so many struggling stylists that need a change. And you, you know, we don't have the old newspaper ad anymore or the Craigslist interesting uh, <laughs> interactions. <laughs> that was always very entertaining when I was looking on yes. Craigslist, but yeah. I don't do that anymore. So thank <laughs> you. Thank you for being you and having that platform. We've used it for the salon. We've had a great experience with it. And I love you guys. And hopefully we can we can bring our emotional intelligence to a, to an event sometime Absolutely. soon. I think that would be yeah, a Absolutely. We love you back and we're so excited for, for uh, what's to come with us. Yeah. You and Bryn are awesome. awesome. Thank you yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you everybody for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to leave a review. For more information on hair color education, please visit my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com. See you soon.